There's two insane asylum inmates who break out and they make their way to the roof and inmate one jumps from roof to roof and he gets there and the second one is afraid to make the jump and he goes, I can't make it, I can't make it. And his first partner who had made it over says, well, I'll tell you what, I'll turn on my flashlight and then you can walk across the beam. And the second guy says, what, do you think I'm crazy? You'll just turn it off halfway there. Hey! <laughs> uh, this is Jacques. And this is... Uh, Sam. Uh, and welcome to Sideshow, Carnival Personnel's Sideshow. Today's episode, we are going to talk the DC TV universe. Uh, Sam is an expert. Uh, this is his first time on a podcast. Anyone who's listened to the podcast more than 30 seconds knows I have no life. We have no life in different realms, and one of my big realms that keeps me away from reality is DC Comics, all the DC Comics, from the comic books to the movies, and the TV shows. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about doing this for a while with Sam. The new season is about to start for all of these shows, so this is going to be a complete spoiler episode yeah definitely i'm behind on a couple things but it's okay like i'm trying to get caught up beforehand but at the same time i know a couple things that are coming up but i i have questions um this is a self-indulgent episode where i'm behind on a couple things i don't understand a couple things because they've reworked mythos here and there they've changed characters from when i was really into the comics and stuff and sam is going to straighten it all out for us I know a lot about the CWTVU, the DCCWTVU, or the Arrowverse. I don't like to call it the Arrowverse because every show influences it, not just Arrow itself. But uh, but but that that's that is going into season six. That is going Arrow is going into season six. Yes, and it truly launched this this new push by DC. From the very first episode, they were thinking of how to expand it in some way, and in season two, they introduced Grant Gustin um, playing Barry Allen as a forensic scientist who um, went to Star City, and you kind of guessed that he had some kind of supernatural background like the Flash had in the comics, and then he said, my parent, my mom was killed by the impossible, and then you go, oh, he's the Flash, like he's going to become the Flash, and then he goes home, and he gets hit by lightning, and then all of a sudden, season three, he is the Flash, he wakes up, and he talks to Arrow. Right, right. He he's the Flash. They are in Arrow season three when Flash season one started. Season one, yeah. But they introduced him in season two. In season two, uh, as a regular person that just wanted to be part of a supernatural world, and everyone told him that he was crazy. He wanted to. Oh, was uh, what brought him to Starling City in the first place? Um, there was a um, a crime when one of the criminals had Marikuru inside of him. That was the super soldier drug. That um, makes you strong, kind of like Bane. Right. Um, it was kind of like the Arrow versus Bane. He, very strong, very kind of not control of himself, and working for Bro- Brother Blood, broke into Star City's, um, not Star City, Queen Consolidated's, Queen Consolidated's warehouse, and they didn't um, steal anything. And Grant Gustin, her, and Barry Allen heard about that and went to Star City because... He, by the bare hands, broke through a, like, kind of like an aluminum um, fortified wall. It was like a very fortified wall, and so he thought that that was supernatural. And so he went because he was curious, and he wanted to confirm his suspicions. Barry Allen was a forensic scientist. He's a forensic scientist, much like Dexter, uh, with the police department. Now, he's not Mm -hmm. on the police force. 
He's like a pay, he's a consultant. No, I he he works side by side with the police force. He has his own um, lab. I'm pretty yeah. He he does he have a badge and carry a gun? Yes, yes. He doesn't yep. carry a gun. He has a badge though. And so he was on his own, or or got he called was, to investigate. He was on his own, and he left stars. He left Central City where the. Flash was, or where he lived. He left it by himself. He kind of snuck away, and that's what brought him back was because he wanted to keep his job. Okay, okay. And then he was sneaking back, and then um, Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, got poisoned, and so he needed to come back by Felicity and Diggle. They like kidnapped him and brought him to the Arrow Cave and said, you need to help Oliver out. And he was like, wait, hold on. Oliver Queen is the Green Arrow. And they're like, not no time. Just do, <laughs> just do, do, right. do stuff. Uh yeah, we're good at that. The crossovers are a lot of fun, but let's start with Arrow. So it's going into season six. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've explained to a lot of people, and I've heard on other podcasts talk about this, um, a couple two two of the most interesting things that started this all. They want it to be Batman. They pretty much want Arrow to be the DC's Batman. Um, archery is definitely a big thing for him. Like they they have to incorporate that. But besides the archery, it pretty much is a Batman kind of world. Um, they're trying to make it as serious as Batman when the Green Arrow and every other scenario is not that serious. He's more kind of, has kind of like a Deadpool-y kind of vibe, but he in in this universe he's very serious and he he is the Batman. Right, where Bruce Wayne plays the billionaire, you know, the billionaire playboy going out with different models and and being a fun guy and being kind of aloof. That's really what Oliver Queen was. You know, mm-hmm. he he was he you know he banged everything. Um, like like you said, I mean, he was a more like fun, easygoing guy. But not only did they incorporate that, one of the biggest stories in Batman the past thirty years is the Rajal Ghoul. Yes, you know crossover, and that you know Rajal Ghoul. And again, we we just talking Red Hood that that. He he's always wanted Batman to take over the mantle. Uh, he doesn't call him Batman. He doesn't call him Bruce. He calls him Detective. He is so um, awed by by his code that he lives by. That he, you know how smart he is. Um, he, he, you know, and and I don't remember exactly. I, I, we've talked about this. How Talia Al Ghul, uh, Bill Cosby'd him. You know, knocked him out. Ta- Talia Al Ghul was actually in season five of Arrow. Um, they introduced her. her- um, as the older sister to Nyssa, instead of Nyssa being the older right. sister in um, the comics. So they changed that a bit. But um, yeah, and it's funny because they introduced the storyline in season three of Nyssa and Oliver um, marrying each other, technically, right, under right. Roz's kind of control. And that's, I think that that was kind of a reference to Talia and Batman's relationship because they they were like, we're not going to marry each other. and. Oliver kind of had to do it. Had to, right? Had to. It was like it, he didn't. He couldn't help it. He had to, and that was kind of. We'll kill all your that. friends and destroy your city if you don't get married. And Which we're is, gonna kill them anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, right. We're, we're going to spare your city if you marry her. Okay, now that you're head of the demon, you got to go destroy your city. Uh, you, but but there's so many other things like Slate Wilson, be it the video games, be it the comic books, like like you know, uh, Deathstroke. Has always been the number one nemesis of the Titans, mm-hmm. but he's also you know spilled over from the Batman the Batman thing. So there's so many times that they want Arrow, but I don't think you can successfully. I mean that's that's I think, and this is just me. 
I think Batman was too big to take on. Uh, plus, with the with the movies and stuff like that, with the plan, I think it'd be too confusing at the time uh, to have a completely different Batman storyline going with the rebirth coming out. With you're ending you're ending Christopher Nolan's run and Christian Bale's run at the same time. You know you're going to be launching this thing, and that's when Arrow came out through. Then, and had they wanted to do Batman, I think it would have sidetracked. Well, they um, it's kind of an unspoken rule in the CW universe that. You do not bring any of the major league players. Like um, the three people that you think of when it comes to the Justice League is Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. And until very recently, season two of Arrow, you we we just saw Superman for the first time, and right. they actually got somebody to play him, and that was a major milestone for the CW universe because at many at any time they could have introduced Batman and Arrow and had a whole storyline there, but they don't because. They want to do something original, I think, and they don't want to do something that involves the major league. Everybody knows these characters. Um, the other interesting thing about Arrow is, and, and, and I'm blanking. Who, do you off the top of your head? Do you remember who invented Arrow? The the, the artist who invented Arrow. Um, he he runs in. He's at a comic con. Berlanti. He's, Berlanti. Um, Greg Berlant. Greg Berlanti. Thank you. Yeah. He he is at a comic con. He the the producers are there from the show, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you know, we love you. This is great." And what do you think of the show? And he's like, "Oh, you guys are doing a great job." Blah blah blah. And they sort of badger and com- corner him. What do you really think? What do you really think? And he's like, "Okay, well, if you really want me to tell you, you're fucking it up." I mean. He was very much like Batman, where he doesn't kill. I mean, Arrow, one of the reasons he always did arrows is it's like he could shoot you through the shoulder and pin you against the wall mm-hmm. or, or, or do Torture something you like or something. Yeah. Right, right. You know, keep you from getting away, so to speak, without putting you in the ground. And the first season of Arrow. It, it was murder murder spree. Every single week, he killed somebody else on and his quote-unquote I, I think list. There was a scene um, or a set of scenes, um, a gangster or a mob boss, somebody like very high top in the underground of um, Star City actually got out of prison and um, looked up the Green Arrow, or at the time the Arrow, because they were thinking, like, what is he going to do? And he set guards everywhere, and he said... Um, the arrow is not the arrow is not going to um, get past me because I have five like s- snipers up top, and then shows like a scene where all five of them get sh- shot down by those arrows, and he goes, and beside that I have like six mini guns down below, and then all those guys get knocked out and everything, and then it just shows um, everybody dying. And yeah, the body gets, count on that episode yeah, alone had to be 30. 20, 24 at least, <laughs> and so and and and. What was amazing is listening to you know him the following season is like yeah they actually took a lot of advice and they took he's like oh th- this is where you're fucking up the mythos this is what I don't like about it this is what I do like about it and and then it became part of his not killing code yep um at the same time then the, the Rajal Ghoul storyline where. He, you have to kill him. You don't have don't have the choice. And the thing about Ra's al Ghul, um, that ending, um, spoiler alert, he does kill him in the end. And the same with Damien Dark. Sorry if I'm spoiling anything, but he it, it's kind of Damien Dark's still alive. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of um, it, it's an anticlimactic thing if you think that he's going to kill every single person. They have to have some limitation on him. Except for, um, like, a magical power kind of thing. You know, that's why they brought in magic, because they made him so overpowered as, like, a martial artist. 
he defeated Ra's al Ghul, the master world assassin. But he has to live with that and not kill. So the first time we see a crossover or another character introduced, it's Barry Allen. My two favorite things about Arrow, hands down, there's not a close second. The first one is when the first time he faces Rajal Ghul on top of the mountain. And he goes and he picks his swords. And, you know... Uh, I forget what the what the ritual is called, but he will, he you can challenge Rajel Ghul. Yeah, to a trial by combat. Thank you. And he picks his two swords, and they are uh, they are ready to square off. And Rajel Ghul is just standing there, bare chested, empty handed. <laughs> and and what 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 is what is all he say to him? He says, "You're not going to pick a weapon." And Rajel Ghul says, "I'll take it from you when you're done." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and what ended up happening? He uh, took he took a sword and then drove it right through Oliver. <laughs> yeah, after Oliver was done, you know, um, and, and here's this martial, you know, master of so many martial arts that Roz just toyed with for a few minutes before taking the swords out of his hand and stabbing him with it. Uh, the uh, my other favorite moment, it might be my favorite moment in in the whole this whole universe is I think it's a. Second crossover with Arrow and and Flash with Hawkgirl and Hawkman, right? Well, the one where Ollie's teaching him being a superhero is more than having superpowers. Okay, so the first one where they actually cross over with each oh, right, other, right? Right, right. Yeah, well, yeah. After it becomes a Flash, so this is the first crossover as the Flash, not as Barry Allen. Yes, yes. And they go out to a field, and Ollie's trying to teach him a lesson about, uh, you know, about look, you got to be more than fast. You got to, you know, this be is vigilant. Kind of you need to scan the area. You have the time. And he and, and Ollie says, "You're going to run over there, and when I say go, you're going to run at me, and I'm going to shoot you with an arrow." <laughs> um, Barry Allen's like, "No, you're not." He goes, "Yes, I am." And it's just the the arrogance and just well, the cockiness on Barry Allen. And the arrogance and from Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen. And as much as all of, I, I side with Oliver Queen against the flesh any day, he, he's very confident. Like, Oliver is very confident. Not as confident as Barry because Barry's pretty much overconfident and relies on his powers. And Oliver's telling him, you have to be a little bit more like me and then use the powers as a second resort. And yeah, yeah. And then and, in the end. And, and why don't you break down what happened? And so the flash runs at him. He shoots an arrow and... Barry Allen catches it, and he goes, yeah, you see? And then he gets shot by two crossbows behind him straight into the back. Yeah, like, Ollie had planted a couple, like, remote crossbows in the ground that kind of pop up and just shoot me. My favorite thing, I think it's a season or two later, there's a crossover where Felicity and, um, like, he is in the Arrow Cave. And again, the Arrow Cave, could we get more like Batman? Could we yeah, get, I know, you know right? You know, the Arrow going? Cave. And so he's like, uh, he talks about it, like, yeah, he shot me in the back once. Oh, he actually did that? <laughs> like, 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 and then Mary goes, he told you? Yeah, yeah. And then my favorite line, Felicity goes, we thought he was joking. It's really hard to tell with him. <laughs> really hard to tell oh. when Oliver's joking. Now, uh, now, so the, the next two things about Arrow before we move on to Flash, uh, management... Uh, my significant other, it is 100% uh, women's porn and, and, and 10% of dudes every time Oliver Queen is doing the Salmon Ladder. 
And every time, like, there's an episode where he's about to do that, or you know, because we're a few seasons, she's a couple seasons behind him, a season behind. Her friends will text her, it's like, oh, you got to go to episodes, <laughs> you know, episode six, <laughs> season four. He's doing that, and it's really funny because uh, you know Barry Allen's in the cave once, and he's like, oh, that's not so tough, and he's doing it with super speed, and the two women are like. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And um, it was funny because when Caitlin and Cisco in the first crossover, um, or like the second part of the first crossover, go to the Star City and goes to the Arrow Cave and they see Oliver doing that, um, they go to Felicity and they're like, man, that seems very distracting. And Felicity goes, oh, it's very hot. I mean, not. It's very not. <laughs> and uh, one of the people at this table has recently met the Arrow. I have, yes. Um, he's doing a new movie, Code 8. Um, he's going to be starring in it with Robbie Amell, who played um, Ronnie Raymond from Flash Season 1 as Firestorm, um, and some other stuff. Um, they're doing a movie about Code 8. Um, in the future, there's superheroes, and that those are kind of like the minority, and so there's a lot of bias against the super-powered people. And um, there's all these police robot things, and it's really crazy. Um, I would really recommend you look up the trailer for it. Um, it's going to be coming out next, I think next November, pretty far away. But um, And you went up to Toronto to see him? I went up to Toronto to the set to meet him. Um, I pitched, I donated some money to his Indiegogo campaign. I was able to meet him. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And Robbie's his cousin. Robbie is his cousin, yeah. Robbie Amell is his cousin and works on The Flash, or did work on The Flash. And Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, no, he actually isn't on Legends. Oh, no, 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 right, right. The second guy, the guy who replaced him. Right, right, yeah. So he, he's he's done that. So that was really cool. Um, so the Arrow uh, is going into season six, Flash going into season four. It's season one that they put their toe in the water and they introduce Barry Allen, forensic scientist. It's season two of, um, of uh, no, it's season three of the Arrow where Barry Allen gets his powers at season one Flash. Yeah. And now pick up like the Flash and, and one of the things that I like about the Flash is they open the world to introduce so many B, C, D list characters. The Firestorm is a C list character. Yeah, not a lot of people know Firestorm. You know, but all, all the ones that they introduce from it because um, and, and we'll, we'll flashback a little bit. I, you know, uh, man- flashback. <laughs> uh, <laughs> management and I loved Smallville. Uh, you know, it's it was before we had you know our little dream squashers, and we watched TV more regular, and it was we 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 really liked that show. And for me, being an old comic guy, and I mean I'm old and a comic guy, uh, it was really funny when they would throw these little nuggets in there. There was an episode mm-hmm. with Aquaman, um, who was a lifeguard, and they were yeah, trying to yeah. talk you know, ca- you know and, to- and there was like an episode with like Dr. Fate's helmet or something, and they're like, oh, what's that? Oh, don't touch that. And it's like Right, right. But, those but, kind of things really make that kind of show. But it was one of those things where um, at the end of the episode, it's like you know, the guy, uh, the Aquaman character was trying to talk him into being a lifeguard. Hey, maybe I know we can form our own, you know, team next summer. It's like the Junior Lifeguard Association. I don't think I'm ready for the JLA yet. <laughs> and it's like, you know, all of a sudden I'm like nine or ten. Uh, and, and the same thing in um, in the Flash in season one, they're talking to um, to Gideon, the computer from the Time Vault with Reverse Flash, and he looks up his own name, and Gideon's saying, um, "Barry Allen, the founder founding of, member of founding member of." And then they cut it off there. But in the comic for the Flash TV show, it says the Justice, and then he cuts it off. And so you kind of know that it's the Justice League. Yeah, th- that stuff is just great. But that was a fun thing, where 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 I don't part ways. I still watch it, but I don't love 
you know, all the, the, the different Earths. And, I mean, even mm-hmm. in the comics when they started, you know, the Infinity Crisis thing or the I- Crisis infinite, on Infinite Earths. Infinite Crisis and the Final Crisis, all that stuff. I mean, that's where you splintered and you had Superman 1, Superman Prime, and all these things. And it got a little... And, and with the Flash... It gets silly. Right. And, and it, I don't like it, but at the same way, I mean, it was... <laughs> spoiler, um, dying on these shows doesn't mean you're dead. Yeah, not at all. There's multiple characters that will come back. Um, I think the only one that's actually dead right now is Andy Diggle. Right. You know, and because and, he's not a superpower guy. Yeah, and so he... But, but even, like, Harrison Wells, who dies... And the, comes back from another universe two times. <laughs> and, and, and the same thing. And then, like, Damien Dark, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, the, now he is he is the main character on... Uh, the, the main bad guy uh, since season three of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's like, I just saw you die. It's like... Yeah, 2016 wasn't my best year. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's the same thing. It's like Reverse Flash is dead, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, season four of Arrow, Laurel died to Damien Dark, coincidentally, and they actually brought her back as Black Siren on The Flash, and then later in season five for Arrow, um, Black Siren is Laurel Lance from Earth 2 and is actually evil and has the metahuman power that Laurel had on Earth 1. So, I mean, and that's when I'm like, okay. I, I I can't get that into it. I I'm not that smart. It's it's so currently there are four main shows in this universe on the CW. Which, yes. You know, we, 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 I love Gotham. That's a completely different podcast. We're just gonna stay focused on the current four shows now. And so, Arrow's going into season six. How did how did season five wrap? Season five wrapped up. I, I think it wrapped up pretty good. Um, Prometheus was a very good villain. A- Adrian Chase, who actually in the comics was the vigilante who shot people, um, named Vigilante. Uh, but it was it was a big surprise seeing that he was Prometheus. You didn't really expect it in the beginning, and um, the the very last cliffhanger with the island exploding. Um, Adrian Chase killing himself was a very it, it going back to the dark roots of. Arrow that they couldn't really have with the Flash and Legends because they it wouldn't be taken seriously, so that wrapped up very nicely in my opinion. Uh, and what was the last crossover between Flash and Arrow? Um, it was Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends. It was called Invasion. It was from the Invasion um, comic book series with the Dominators. After Barry went back in time, created Flashpoint, the Dominators from a different planet saw that as a threat to their alien species, and so they wanted to eradicate all the metahumans. Right, and, and and again, that's where it gets a little a little yeah. crazy, you know. So so the the whole flashpoint thing to bring anybody up to speed who wants to be brought up to speed. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody other than you and I, but you know, Barry goes back in time, saves his mom. Uh, there's also a great um, a great animated in the DC universe. Yeah, the was, the movie is amazing. Um, what, what, that's the comic a, book line it started New Fifty Two. That's what created the New Fifty Two for all of DC Comics. Was Flash running back in time, saving his mom, and in that alternate timeline in the comics, Batman it died, and his father cre- was the Batman who used guns, and his mother was the Joker, and Superman crashed in Metropolis, killed millions of people, and Cyborg works for the president, and Slade Wilson and Lex Luthor work together. All of England was flooded. No, no, all of Paris was flooded. And, it's, and it all because and it was all, called Flashpoint. All of bloodbath and everything. And the same kind of... It, it was a very little um, a change. Not a very little change, but compared to that, a very little change for the Flashpoint in the TV show because 
they didn't introduce those characters yet, and so I would have really liked to see um, Oliver Queen in Flashpoint, but it didn't really happen. It just he he said to himself, "I need to change what happened because Wally died, so or Wally was going to die." It was the end end of season one of Flash, in which Ichabod basically ceases to be. Yeah, Eobard just kind of when when um. Oh, what, what's her boyfriend's name? Eddie. Uh, Eddie. Eddie shoots himself, realizing he's a descent, or that Ichabod is a descendant of him. Mm-hmm. And if I shoot myself, he won't exist. Type thing. Uh, spoiler: He's one of the other main characters in, in Legend Legends. Of yeah, in their in their um, quote unquote Legion of Doom, it's Reverse Flash, Damian Dark, and Malcolm Merlin, who can't die. I guess. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, like he, the fact that he's he a became Roz. He's a good villain, though. I like him for me. his his kind of toxic atmosphere. He oh. always. And he always finds a loophole to get Arrow to protect him. But but I do. I hate him. And when he became Roz, it's like, well, I survived the blade of Roz. And so, therefore, I'm the demon. Like, oh, fuck that loophole. It's like, you're mm-hmm. a lawyer. You're like a scumbag like lawyer that figured yeah, that and out. Yeah, and even Nyssa was like, oh, that's bullshit. We need to do something about this. So, but that, but at the end of season one is when Flash basically opens the not basically opens that that porthole too but it was only he went back in time and he decided not to and then in season two at the very end that's when after telling the speed force that he was over hold on what what was really upsetting when he goes back to save his mom and he sees him fighting with reverse flash yeah yeah and he tells him don't don't do it and so you know he always thought oh the flash had ran him to safety and and that is essentially what happened so in this case he took himself out but when the when the flash in that timeline tells him waves him off i was crushed like i was like nearly brought to tears like that's a hard thing for you and he's like well i must know something in the future that i don't know now and i can't do this and it was um i think it was Season two, episode 20, 21 or twenty two, the little dinosaur, and that was when um, Flash got stuck in the Speed Force, and it was directed by Kevin Smith. Very good episode of the Flash. Um, that he he had to come to terms with his mom dying, and it was all in this kind of kids book that they created, where it was like, um, who's your actual parents? Like who's your actual family? And he had to learn like that. He had family outside of his blood, like outside of his blood mom and dad, and he had to get over it. And that's one of the things that management and I love about The Flash. Like, he truly considers that he has two dads. Yes. You know, uh, and his biological dad. Uh, spoiler. Uh, well, uh, was Flash in the original? Oh yeah, yeah late eighties yeah. TV, mid eighties. Uh, yeah, TV mid series. mid to late eighties TV show. You can still watch that actually. I think which, which is cool something. that they brought him back into this. I love that. Along that's with the, the shit trickster, that I love. the trickster Mark Hamill um, was, so was the original trickster in the TV show, and he is brought back as the trickster in this too, and I love it. And um, now that actor is playing Jay Garrick, who's Earth Three Flash. Yeah, and and. and I do like that. I do like that they've got because my fa- my favorite Flash is is Wally West from the Justice League Unlimited, and a lot of people only know Wally West as the Flash. If if you ask a lot of people because he died in the Infinite Crisis um, back then in the original comic book, if you um, if you ask anybody from the nineteen eighties, nineteen sixties through seventies um, who the who the Flash was, they will say Wally West, and it's weird because. They're trying to make it back to Barry Allen. 
Right. And, and so, I mean, that's where it gets complicated. The Flash is fun because it brings in a lot of other characters. Yes. Um, and now Supergirl, uh, Supergirl spun off of what? Supergirl was actually supposed to be her own standalone um, series, and she wasn't really doing that well, and so they got the Flash to transfer over to her show at one point, and then they moved her to the CW um, channel. I think it was on Channel 34, and they made it Earth 34, Earth 34 that she was a part of their universe, and... Um, the Flash had one crossover with her, and then they were like... Yeah, and it was fun. It was fun it was that he fun accidentally thing. broke through the speed force, wound up in the other dimension, had no idea who Superman or Supergirl was. And Supergirl was like, wait, Green Arrow, at, like, who are... Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm the fastest man alive. And she's like, well, I'm the fastest woman alive, so what are we going to do here? And there's that kind of friendly competitiveness, rivalry-ish kind of thing, where it's... Somebody with super speed that's um, considered incredible in a world of heroes, and then a world where they don't need all those heroes because she has the powers. She has the powers of all of them combined. Which and so that and and that's one of the you know one of those things where you're watching her all these things and the city's being taken over and you're like, where's Superman? Why isn't he just flying yeah, in and, yeah. and stuff? So the, the way that they explain that, so that crossover was a lot of fun. And then there was the cro- the second crossover between Supergirl and Flash, the musical Supergirl. episode. Um, Highly recommend. I loved it. A lot of like I was talking to my friend. They're like, "Oh, come on, that super ep- that like superhero musical episode." I'm like, "Hey, I know that, and I loved I loved every musical sequence of that. It, it was amazing. It was great. And what I like about Supergirl, and and we've talked about this before. And again, it's it's the little homages to the Superman universe that came before, and her boss, you know, that is played by um, Clarissa Flockhart, who's married to Harrison Ford. And she was always like this really arrogant, she's the queen of all media, and she's always getting these messages from her assistant. And she's walking in the office one day, and she looks at one of her messages, and she turns back and goes, oh, tell Harrison Ford I'm not taking his calls. I don't date older men. She <laughs> takes two steps, turns around, much older men. Uh, and then when... And, you know, Kara moves on and gets a promotion, and she has a new secretary. It's the first scene where Kara's in the office talking to her, and she goes to drink her tea, and it's too cold or it's too hot, and she yells for her assistant, and she says, Miss Hasmacher! Yeah, yep. And it was, you know, note for note, inflection for inflection, Gene Hackman, 1978, screaming at his assistant, Miss uh-huh. Hasmacher, and they were, so I like that. And it's funny with um, Supergirl, because um, I had to look up this um, his name really quick, Brandon Ruth, the person who plays Ray Palmer, aka The Atom, was the... Um, was one of the original Superman. He was um, the 2006 well, but, but by original Superman, not, I not think original. He means I mean the 94th person to 90, play. Yeah, in, in a, yeah, but and like, he, 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 yeah, 2006 Superman. He was um, the Superman then, and then in the crossover when he met Supergirl, he said, "You know, it's weird because she looks kind of like my cousin." And I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" Because he's he's Superman. Yeah, I mean, I love that stuff. So, what I like best about Supergirl, it's it's kind of campy. It's too light. It's too happy. It is too light. But I like how it introduces like John Jones, and it introduces a slew of other B, C, D. Cyborg Superman felt a little bit forced on me. I'm just saying because he was just out of nowhere. It's supposed like, to be Metallo. I mean, yeah, they, you know, yeah. Um, but just out of nowhere, he was like, "I'm going to be Cyborg Superman." I'm like, "Okay, you could have just been like Metallo, Metallo. because he's he, yeah, he has that." 
Kryptonite and everything. Legends. Legends start at the same time. That's going into season three too. And that was a direct spinoff of Arrow. It had and and the Flash. And it had right. characters of um it had criminals and characters alike. Right, right. It, it had it had superheroes from the from Green Arrow, and it had the criminal, a couple of the criminals, and Firestorm from um it, from Flash. And it was funny because the crossover episodes in that in season three or no in season four in season two of Arrow and Flash respectively were named Legends of Yesterday, Legends of T- Today, and it was all leading up to the Hot Girl storyline in Legends of Tomorrow, and it's. Uh, it it, it kind of has a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of vibe yeah. to it because you have an assassin, you have somebody that knows space and time, but is not that best, not the best at fighting. You know, you have like the comic relief characters, you have like the dumb characters. Lo- I, lo- I love Ray Palmer. He's yeah, hands Ray down Palmer, my favorite. I really like the chemistry between um, between Captain Cold and Sarah Lance. I feel like that's that fun. A, that's a become very fun. fun. That's become storyline because they're both bad guys. You yeah, know, essentially. Um, no, th- those are, those are really fun. I love the crossovers. Uh, that's my f- that's one of my favorite things. The fun thing about Legends is every episode is in a different time period, and you- it appeals to everybody because a kid like me, um, I don't I don't really know what those time periods are like. But for like my read, father, read, a, read a book. Yeah, read, for, read, read a book for my father who's like kind of like lived through. Um, he through, wasn't in the Civil War. Your dad's yeah, old, yeah. He but he's not. He hasn't been in the Civil War, but um, they went back to like nineteen nineteen eighty something, and he he was there, and he was like, "Oh, that's exactly how they did it, and everything." Yeah, it was, when, it was amazing. When they go to time him. periods that I personally like, the seventies, the eighties, mm-hmm. it's fun. But when they go back to ancient Egypt, yeah. um, you know, I was bummed that the hot characters were kind of written out of it because I really like them, but I get that. So okay, well, they had to kill off Hawkman immediately. Um, Carter Hall because they, I think they they kind of fell more for Hawk Girl and so they they didn't even introduce Carter Hall as a character they just immediately brought him in as Hawkman right and then um, what's her name and, and then they were like oh Hawk in Girl. this lifetime Hawk Girl's a lot better and I didn't really like their storyline that much because they changed it a lot from the originals well it was interesting when they their first their Vandal Savage was the bad guy and it made sense but once Vandal Savage was out of the picture so to speak it didn't. Um, I liked the Cronus character. I liked that storyline. That was interesting yeah. and different. That it, they're... it was fun seeing. It's always fun seeing the best friends get um, tested to the limits and seeing Star City 2024 or something in the future where Grant Wilson comes and that's um, an alternate future where Grant Wilson, Slade Wilson's father, and not father, son, son comes and cuts off Oliver Queen's arm um, pretty much cripples all of star city and it's now crime ridden and everything and mcrory is like this is christmas for us he, um right wave and, and he, he took the, the fun thing about grant wilson grant wilson in the comics grant wilson was one of the ravenger uh, was one of the original titans uh or not the original i think he was the second incarnation but in the 80s and when you see the judas chronicle the the, the movie that came out the, the judas contract yeah the judas contract that was a really big thing because you know grant wilson was his son fighting his dad mm-hmm. alongside it was robin it wasn't nightwing yet and, and i I think it was uh, 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 Wonder Girl. Was I'm trying to think of the, the, the team. It at was the time. Raven. Um, I think it was Raven Beast Boy. I think Cyborg was in it at that point. Um, the Flash used to be part of the Teen Titans too. Um, right, the, the early incarnations. Yes, it, we, yes. The early incarnations. It was and all the I, I remember seeing the cover of that comic, and it said, um, "We've defeated you." And then in the shadows or something, it was like. It was Grant Wilson. He was like, "No, I defeated you," or that something. That was so great. Okay, it was so, amazing. I yeah. Uh, so Arrow season six, 
what are your expectations? Um, they they have brought um, a lot of a cliffhanger onto season five after all of um, all of the Lee and Yu exploded with all the cast members on it except for Oliver and his son. I can't wait to see him the dynamic and storyline between him and his son kind of figuring out that he's the Green Arrow and kind of having to deal with Slade Wilson back in Star City. Uh, Flash, what are the expectations season four? They are getting um, the Thinker onto it. The Thinker is a main uh, is a main villain of his. Started off in Gotham, but is now part of this. And he's a very fast thinker. He uh, can manipulate people. He can even telepathically like control people at some point. I can't wait for that. Supergirl. Supergirl. Uh, I'm getting a little a little bit less excited about. Um, she's doing her own thing. So um, I, I just kind of have to see where they bring Monella back into it. Legends. Legends I can't wait for because they're bringing um, a character. I can't think of her name right now, but they're reintroducing her. Um, not as in the comics, she's an Egyptian person, but they're bringing her from the future this time. And it's going to be cool to have another person except for Rip Hunter that's from the future. I love Rip. Um, yeah. So that so those are the four big ones. I, we won't get into Gotham. Um in, in development is Black Lightning and Titan. When are those expected to see screen time? Um, Black Lightning, I think they said January 2018. And Titans is going to be coming. I don't think it's going to be coming onto the CW. I think it's going to be coming onto the app, the okay. CW, CW app. And um, Black Lightning, they've created a trailer for, and it looks kind of nice. It's not going to be in the same universe as, or the same world as. Um, kind of like Supergirl, it's going to be in its own universe, I think, or its own world. And uh, to wrap it up quickly, like Cisco, I think is one of my favorite characters. He is probably my, maybe my favorite character in this whole universe. I love Cisco. He's relatable and nerdy, and it's just very fun to have him. Such a fun guy, like the naming things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, lastly, Felicity Smoke. Who hasn't she made out with? <laughs> Has she made out with everybody in the CW universe? <laughs> Almost. Um, she just needs to move on to Supergirl's um, world, and then she'll be complete. And <laughs> yeah, but, but am I right? Pretty, yeah, you know, pretty like, much. Yeah. You, she made the look. All right. Sam, if people want to follow you, how do they follow you? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, do you I, Twitter? Do you Instaface? Do you MySpace? Instaface. I have um, a Snapchat, Mr. Sam. I have that on um, Xbox, too. I... I have a Twitter. I don't use it that much. It's um, at the Trisamatops. It has a picture of me on a Triceratops. But yeah, um, I don't use it that much. But it, it would be fun. Yeah. So this this the sad thing is we've gone way over in time. We only got <laughs> through the just the CW shows. There's so many other DC things. Uh, Tim, this is great having you on. Uh, awesome to be here. No, and, and and we will pull you back in. And you can get us follow us on Twitter at, at Carnival Podcast. Uh, Again, Sam, thanks, and uh, do not forget...